Today, on the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. Most people are willing to sacrifice some level of compensation for being in a position that, where they feel like they have employment security. Harrison, thank you for joining us today. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. So today's article is one that I found very fascinating because it was a deeply personal story and you did a really good job of tying it back to the personal experience that a lot of attorneys go through. And mm. the article is about how every attorney's biggest weakness is their need to feel supported and loved. So what was interesting to me was that a lot of attorneys, they go into these highly competitive environments. So not only are litigators, for instance, they're going head to head in a court of law, but even within a law firm, there's a lot of competition amongst attorneys. How does it affect somebody's career growth? How do you think somebody ends up getting held back if they're not being supported properly? I think that a lot of people, if they don't feel supported, can have serious problems personally, like I talked about in the, the article. But I think it it also holds people back because sometimes people can be taken advantage of by others if the person needs a little support. I can think of all sorts of examples, but people, your need for support can really many times hurt you as well. So what, can you go into one of those examples for me? Gosh, I, I have a lot of examples. One, one of the things occurred to me just when I was just thinking, and it's not in this article, but I was just thinking about it. There's a girl that's, that I know that works as a, she's, I don't know, is, what is it called? A greeter at a restaurant and takes people to their tables and, and that sort of thing. And right. I know someone that, that's friends with her. She's got this boyfriend. For the longest time, he would drive her to work and then he would sit there and wait for her while she was, was just very controlling. And then at some point he started also telling her that he liked his oh, women, wow. that he liked his women bigger and all this stuff. I don't know. But so I hadn't seen her in months, but I remember hearing about this. And I remember one of her friends, a woman just talking to another woman saying something along the lines of, you know, that this woman's being controlled by this guy. So she, and she really was, she was just being controlled by him. So I saw her actually on Friday night, I took my kids out to this restaurant. She was there and she suddenly, she gained all this weight and, uh, I'd known her for a long time, and I guess she intentionally gained all this weight because she wanted to be do what this guy wanted. And, and, yeah, she uh, wanted to feel supported and loved, and to her, that was the only way that she could get it, is by changing her image, changing the way that she feels about herself, even. Yeah, and, and so this unhealthy relationship, he was able to you know, manipulate her in, in order for her to feel... And she, was, she wasn't exactly thin before, but she wasn't... I didn't think there was anything wrong with her appearance, and but now she, whatever looks the part, what this guy wants her mm. to look like. Do you see a lot of toxic working relationships in law firms? Are there a lot? Is it common for people to have a, a partner or a boss, somebody above them who just doesn't support them? If that's the case, do you see that holding back a lot of attorneys from progressing in their career? Yeah, I do see that. I see very toxic relationships, you know, in the work environment, and I see. People aren't supported. It's interesting. I worked at two law firms in my career. I worked at one called, the first one I worked at is Quinn Emanuel, which was in so many respects, a great firm. And the things that happen to people that were there and are still there, there are a lot of success stories and the people were there did very well. And it was this environment where people were complimented publicly and the firm was excited and where people talked. 
It was just a, it was a healthy environment. There was a lot of work, but it was actually a very healthy environment. Then I went to this other firm called Dewey Ballantyne, which no longer exists. And it was all these, it was, it was actually a very unhealthy environment. There was this one woman partner there, all these people had worked for her and she, people that had worked for her in the past, like one of the girls had gone to Columbia Law School and then became a waitress after quitting her job after working for her. And just all these bad things would happen to people that were associated with this woman and that had worked for her. And the same thing happened to, with a couple other partners there and this really toxic environment. And all the people I remember from there, none of them, just awful lives. And it's just bad things happen to people. So I think a lot, and it, really bad things. It's just, for the most part, almost everyone that came out of there that when I was there has has had a, a very poor career. I, I actually found it so toxic that I just quit without anything lined up. And yeah, I didn't know why I was quitting. I just knew that there was just something seriously off about this environment. So I think, but one of the things I noticed about there was that there was nothing encouraging, nothing positive. The people there were just not, there wasn't a, a good culture. And I'm sure there was were pockets of it, but for the most part, there wasn't. So I, I think that the culture of a place and the, the people that are there and whether or not they encourage you and whether or not uh, they push you down and how they make you feel and the connection and so forth makes a huge difference in terms of what happens to us. It's like that with families. It's like that with businesses. It's like that, it's like that in, in so many different places. Do you need help finding a legal job? We have the perfect solution for you. Harrison Barnes is a legal recruiter with over 20 years of experience. His new coaching program for job-seeking attorneys and law students will revolutionize how you search for a legal job. Visit coaching.oar.com to learn more about this revolutionary new program. Again, visit coaching.oar.com for weekly live legal career coaching sessions with Harrison Barnes. Absolutely. And I, I can understand a lot of people, especially attorneys who may have law school debt or they may have expenses, they, they may be worried about leaving a job they may feel is toxic or is preventing them from growing. They may be worried about leaving because of all the financial responsibilities that they have. What would you say to somebody who might consider themselves to be in a, a toxic working environment looking to get out? What words of encouragement or advice could you give to somebody? I think the biggest piece of advice I could give you is in my life, I've been in friendships and with, with, with men or women and romantic relationships with women. You can be in one relationship and you can feel wonderfully about, great about yourself. You can feel good and the, 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 the you can have a very positive relationship and you can just feel good all the time and and, and very positive. And then you can be in another relationship and you can feel just very negative. And the person can tell you that you're the cause of all their problems or you're you're a horrible person or you're this or you're negative. I've certainly seen that. I've been in you know relationships where everything was amazing and everything was, I was very happy. And then I've been in relationships where it was the opposite. And I had friendships like that as well, like where, where things were great. And then I meet someone else and I spend time with them. Things are really negative. And I think that sometimes t different types of people and, and groups are just toxic together. Like they don't work. And it's like oil and water. It's not to say there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with the other person. Uh, it's just the two things don't work together. And if something's making you feel badly, then it's just, it's not good. I'm just thinking right now about this example. I, I can think of a lot of examples, but I think we become like the people we spend time with. And if you're around 
people that are yeah if you're around people that are unhappy and depressed you're going to become unhappy and depressed if you're around uh, people that are confident and excited about the world and opportunity you're going to become like that and I think it's just very important exactly. but, yeah and for an attorney who may be looking for a new working environment they may be looking for a new law firm job perhaps they're even looking for in-house or government but if they're looking for a new environment what should they be looking for what are some signs that might hint that this is going to be a supportive environment? How can somebody tell early on whether a law firm is going to be a good fit or a bad fit? I think the way to tell it initially is the sense of connection that you get with different types of people. The Whether or not you feel like you relate to the people and whether or not you feel that you have a connection there. That would be the most important thing. I remember my dad said something to me once, and it was actually interesting, and I'll never forget it is I'd had somebody in my company and, and had, you know, they weren't working out or there were problems and I don't know if they quit or something. I was complaining about them to my dad and saying that something negative happened to them. He's saying, you shouldn't, you should be, the sign of a good organization is when people leave the organization and good things happen to them. So that's, yeah. so you want people, so you should always ask what's going on with the people that worked there in the past. You should say, hmm. you know, what's happened to them. There's certain there's certain high schools where, you know, so there's just certain, so that's, there's certain organizations where people do well and there's others where the, where people come out and they don't. And so that's the thing when I was talking about the law firm earlier, you want to go someplace where um, there's likely to be, where you feel like there's going to be, where you feel like the people that come out of there are going to do well and where you feel comfortable. And I think being comfortable is really the biggest thing. Like I've always been able to tell right when I walk into an organization and I've spent a little time with the people there how comfortable I'd be. And if I'm not, I could tell that even before I'd worked in an office and I was just interviewing with them. Yeah, that's a really good point. Now, there is like an energy, there's a buzz in the room that you can feel if it's welcoming, if you feel like it's right. your speed, are you going to fit? Or if it doesn't feel like a good fit, you should probably listen to your intuition and find a place that is a better fit. Because like you right. say, it's important to feel comfortable because that's going to actually allow you to grow faster and farther than if you were to be constantly struggling and stressed and, and almost like fighting for your life in a way. Exactly. And I think that is, I've actually never heard that piece of advice before. I think that's really powerful to ask what happens to people after they leave here? What are, where have people gone? What are they doing now? I think that's excellent advice. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, you, and I think that the, you spend time in really has a lot to do with what happens to you. Certain environments will give you a lot of confidence and others will take it away. And I think that whatever the environment was at this law firm, the second one that I was at just really made people feel horribly and they, it took away their confidence. What is the lawyer mentality that can lead to a lot of this stress in the work environment? I think that the way they approach issues can be a real problem. It depends on the environment that you're in in terms of some people pay a lot of attention to details and others don't. One of the things that I noticed about this firm that I thought was so positive when I was at this court Emanuel, I'd come from a clerkship like with a, with a federal judge. And in that environment, everybody knew everybody's business and they were very judgmental and very conservative. And hmm. you had to be very careful about everything. You had to dress a certain way. And if you didn't dress a certain way, people would give you funny looks. And it was just a kind of a different type of environment. Then I worked in as a summer associate in a very kind of uptight New York law firm, and it was the same thing. But then when I got to Quinn Emanuel, people were doing all this crazy stuff. Like people were you know, 
drinking too much and passing out and doing being reckless sexually with drugs, with just all sorts of... Yeah, and it, but I think the firm was very accepting of that. And because of that, people were able to be creative and be themselves. And so there was, even though they did really good work and there was a lot of attention to detail, it was a different type of, it wasn't like using detail to judge people and stuff. It was using it sort of in a different way, if that makes sense. That's great. Of course, as an attorney, you have to be obsessed with details because that's your right. job is to go over contracts right. and documents and make sure that every detail is perfect. But I understand that the environment in the law firm is going to affect how you feel about doing that job. If if you're getting beat up every day, it's a very negative right. work environment. That's going to make it harder for you to do your job. It's going to make it harder for you to enjoy your life. And you're more right. likely to want to make a lateral transfer to a firm that's going to be more supportive, at least in a social sense. I think that's really fascinating. And let's maybe talk now a little bit about how can attorneys make their clients feel supported? How can attorneys help grow their career, perhaps attract new clients or bring in more business from existing clients by making them feel supported? What is it that an attorney needs to do to really make a client feel supportive? Is it giving them a lot of advice and feedback or is it listening to their needs and, and trying to understand them? I think it's a a couple different things. The first thing is listening to the client's point of view. People want people to listen is, is the first thing. So I think that the best people are are able to listen. They're, sometimes it's being able to reflectively listen, meaning they can, they when they listen, they offer insight that they understand what the person's saying. They'll basically say back to them what they said. So if somebody says, it hurts my feelings and such and such happened, then the attorney will say back to them, I know that could hurt your feelings and this is why it would hurt your feelings. And then the person, when you talk to them, it feels good. But I think the most important thing, like nothing is more important really than, than the attorney being able to take the side of their client, tell the client that they believe in their case and that sort of thing. And I think that a lot of people, a lot of, you know, don't do that. And I think that the better an attorney does, the more the clients can too be on their side. So if you believe in the client and you take their side and instead of not taking their side, then then they're going to like you much more. And I think a lot of attorneys don't understand that. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, You're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. I I see how just listening to a client and trying to understand their needs is going to make them feel supported because when they're coming to you for help, they're coming to you with something that is so deeply personal or, or so meaningful to them that they need to go ask for help. And actually, a lot of clients maybe are not comfortable asking for help in the first place. So right. the more that you can just open your ears and, and be supportive, the better your relationship's going to be with that client and the more business you can generate from that. 
I think that's really fascinating. And moving on a little bit in your article, you make a point how bad people can actually prey on your need to feel supported and taken care of. So how do you see that manifesting in law firm environments? I think that it's very common. I've certainly run into a lot of bad people in my life that are that have preyed on me, people that I know, based on that. In the law firm environment, I think people will... The, the big thing is that a lot of attorneys, they want recognition. They want to feel like in advance. They have all these needs. If an employer can fulfill those, then the law firm can really manipulate them and take advantage of them. And so... It definitely happens to a lot of attorneys, manipulate the need for security, they need the need for approval, they manipulate all those things, and they, they can use that almost against the attorney. I see. And if somebody finds themselves in this situation where maybe they realize they're being taken advantage of because they just want to be supported or they want to feel like they're part of the group, do you recommend, is there something they can do within their law firm? Is there somebody they can talk to? Like, how would the dynamic work if they didn't want to leave their job, but they were experiencing an unhealthy working environment that they wanted to change? What, what can they do? I think that in a law firm, law firms are what they are. So I, I don't know that a law firm is going to change how it interacts with attorneys necessarily. That makes but, sense. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that if you have your head about you many times, then you're not taken advantage of by law firms. The idea of having your head about you means you have you set your kind of own internal limits about what's important to you. And you realize that just because someone expects you would like you to work 3,000 hours a year doesn't mean you have to. Or just because someone expects something out of you, a client expects something out of you, doesn't mean that you always have to give that much of yourself. You have to be able to set limits. And not everybody can. Setting limits is a function of self-esteem. It's a function of having your own self-worth. It's There's so many issues about setting limits. Really, your goal is to... There's an interesting thing. I took a class at Disney about leadership. This is a long time ago, maybe hmm. 10 plus years ago. The big thing that I got out of the class was that they said that the most important characteristic of the best leaders is just to really remain calm and that a lot of people will just work themselves up into frenzies and get upset about this and that and they're not calm and then that affects their ability to lead and so it's almost like that with an attorney your their most important as you know thing you can do is to just not get overly manipulated and so far by other people but to remain to remain to not allow others to take advantage of you by setting limits that makes absolute sense. And, and that's really good advice. You, you have to have boundaries. You have to have limits. And if you establish healthy boundaries, like people will respect those boundaries, but you have to put mm -hmm. them in place in the, in the first place. Otherwise, people will try to walk all over you. Exactly. And you may, some people, I don't know, they won't always try to walk all over you. I think that many times the people that get walked all over are actually doing the walking all over themselves sometimes. But for the most part, yeah, people... Unless you set limits, you're not you're going to have problems many times. Absolutely. And something else that comes up in the article, which I think we can tie into this, is the idea of having a mentor or a guide or somebody who can you know help you come up in the law firm. Right. And I understand having a mentor can also help boost your self-esteem and your confidence. So how can somebody who is working in a law firm, how can they find a mentor? How can they connect with a partner who can take them under their wing? I think that one of the best ways to get a really good mentor is to to just find someone that you feel comfortable with, that you relate to. And if you relate to that person and you like the way they think 
and you admire them. And I guess an example would be you have to look at someone and say, this person has something I would like, whether it's business or a way of a calmness about them, of dealing with problems, or just something that I would want to be like this person. And if you really want to be like this person, then you can spend time with that person and relate to them and potentially have a good relationship with them, if that makes sense. The better you can do with that, the better. So you just need to be able to relate very close. You want to, the, you want the person to have something that if they have that, then uh, you're going to be definitely hungrier to have a good relationship with them and they can be a good mentor. That's really good advice. So one other way that people get taken advantage of in law firms is they're underpaid. So you mentioned how you've seen partners paid 300000 when they should have been making over a million. So what tends to result in this drastic uh, discrepancy in salary? What factors lead to being underpaid? There's a lot of things that lead to people being underpaid. One of the ways that people get underpaid is that there's people that are in charge of paying them that will just not pay them more when they should. It was interesting. Like I, I was talking to this woman not too long. She was a partner in a firm in Washington, D.C., and she had a book of business of quite a big one. I don't know. It was two and a half million or three million dollars a year. Wow. And But they were paying her $300,000 a year. And and then she went to this auction, like with a with another partner from her firm, that didn't have as much business as she did, and he bought something for very expensive, I don't know, fifty thousand dollars or something, or something that she never could even imagine buying something for. And she's like, "Why? How could this guy possibly afford to spend this much money?" And she didn't think about it. And then I talked to her, and I told her how much business with three. Actually, no, she had over three million dollars in business. Again, now that I remember, I said you should be making over a million dollars a year. And she couldn't believe it. The way a law firm kind of keeps your salary down is they they can come up with excuses. They can tell you that even though you're doing really well, the, the good thing of working here at this firm is that if you're not doing well in the future, we'll have your back and you're investing in your future now. And So they'll come up with kind of all these reasons. But if a law firm's not paying you enough and it's drastic enough, then it does make sense to, to think about it. And typically, uh, the rule of thumb is that you should be making somewhere between 20 and about one third. So it can be, can be a little bit more, a little bit less. If you're an attorney and you realize that you're being underpaid by your law firm, what are your options? Is there anything that you can do while staying in your current job or do you basically just have to transfer it to another firm? I think that if you do feel like you're being underpaid, in most cases you do have some negotiation leverage with a firm that is underpaying you. What I've noticed a lot of times though is people are very disappointed by the fact that they have been underpaid. And many times they'll end up finding another job just because they figure if the firm is taking that much advantage of me, then maybe I belong elsewhere. But other times it just may be a question of you get what you negotiate for. If you are providing a lot of value, uh, in the case of an attorney, what the dollar amount of the value you're providing is, then then you will have some negotiation leverage. But if you don't, then then that's an issue. So I, I typically recommend that people try to talk for, to firms first about the fact that they believe that they're undercompensated and see what the firm says. And if they, if the firms are willing to negotiate, you always have the option you know, to look elsewhere. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com 
and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. Would you ever recommend getting an offer from another firm and then using that as leverage in a salary negotiation, or is that bad form? I think it's bad form, because if you leave, if you have another offer for salary negotiation purposes, and then you leave because of that, then or, or you threaten to do it, then the firm knows you're constantly going to be looking for other offers and using that in the future, because you're never going to be happy with what you're making. And I think a lot of people do that. They're always looking for jobs and pay the most and so forth. And that that a lot of times misses out on whether or not you're in the right environment and on all sorts of things. And most people are willing to sacrifice some level of compensation for being in a position that where they feel like they have employment security or being in a position where they're around people and they where they're comfortable, where uh, they feel like they're the environment's bringing out the best in them and, and all sorts of things. And so every type of environment has its cost. For an attorney, for example, there's firms that you can go to that will pay you 85% of the money that you, you bill your clients and others that will pay maybe 15% or, or 20%. And so the ones that are paying you 20%, sometimes you may actually make a lot more money working for them because you're actually, they're helping you generate business or giving you a brand and some other things. So it all depends on, you know, your specific background. Of course. Yeah. There's never a one size fits all solution or law firm or practice setting. It's right. always going to be down to the individual. What works for you? Some people may be very focused on work and driven mm-hmm. and all they want to do is work. So they'll right. go to a firm where they make more money. But somebody else may want to have, you know, more free time. They want to have a better balance with their home life. So they may be willing to accept a lower salary for that. Exactly. Yeah. It just depends. But the most the important salary. thing is to... Oh, good, good. Yeah, I mean, for a, for an attorney, there's just so much involved. There's access to the certain types of work. There's employment stability. There's there's whether or not the, the firm seems like it, whether there's advancement potential. There's just a lot of stuff that goes into the calculation. Of course, absolutely. And as always, if anyone is looking to make a lateral transfer, they can send you their resume and they can start the process of working with one of your recruiters, correct? Of course, yeah. Absolutely. So if you're listening to this and something we said might be triggering you to look for a new law firm job, just go to bcgsearch.com and you can submit your resume and we'll get started with you right away. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you for your time, Harrison. Much appreciated. Thanks. Bye-bye.